Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. With Channel 4's Brooke Grimsley and Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker, and it's great to go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line anytime. Bernie Federico is standing by on the other end. Bernard, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. How you doing? It's turkey time. Nice weather. How could it not be good? It's fabulous. <laughs> hey, we want to start with this because we had our Thanksgiving sides draft yesterday. So we're leaving turkey and ham out of this. Bernie Federico's number one draft choice as a Thanksgiving side. I would say mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay. I, I got both of those, so I'm doing well. You, you would vote for me. <laughs> no mac and cheese, Bernie? No, you know what? I'm pretty traditional with it. I'm, and I'm not a stuffing person or oh. dressing. Yeah, what? I don't really like it. No, I'm oh. not. So I, just, I don't know. My heart hurts. <laughs> <laughs> we had such a good thing going here. <laughs> hey, Bernie, we uh, Tarasenko is hopefully uh, able to play tonight, and and but they've been playing well uh, without him. What do you see him fitting back in, and and how much can he help this team? offensively if he's doing what we know he's able to do he's a game breaker just like Jordan Cairo is I mean and with Vladdy has, has been a consistent 30 plus goal scorer in the league so uh, anytime you have a guy like that in the in the lineup he's obviously going to make your uh, offense much more dangerous so uh, yeah you know the Blues have really been able to really adjust whenever they've had somebody key out of the lineup and with Vladdy out they've been able to adjust but anytime you get your full lineup and you've got a guy like Vladdy and it makes, certainly makes you a much better hockey club is it is it difficult to find? Well, I mean, he his game speaks for himself. But when they're playing as well as they are, is it difficult to 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 stick him back into the lineup and find the the correct line for him to be on? No, I don't think so. I mean, there's always room for a guy like that. I mean, obviously, when Bobby's playing at his best, I mean, he's going to be. Uh, a difference maker out there, and whether it be on the power play or, or whatever. I mean, Vladdy right now, in my opinion, has not played uh, as well as, as he had. He, he started the season, I thought, playing very well, but I think he's got to get in a position where he starts shooting the puck a little more. He needs to start scoring some goals. He's been getting some points in this and that, uh, mostly on the power play, but I, I think he's the one guy that's got to get back more involved and go to the front of the net and, and uh, you know start scoring some goals again. But, I mean, you want a guy like him in your lineup all the time, uh, obviously. Uh, you know there is lots of depth in this hockey club. You, you certainly want to. There's always room for one of your best players on a, on a hockey club. 
Bernie, defensively, what have you seen kind of change for the Blues here? I mean, especially one player that has stuck out to me recently is Nico Mikola. It looks like that he's really jumped in his minutes, and I know that has a lot to do with Colton Pareko, but also Justin Falk really seems to be leading the group. I mean, I just think about that that game the other day. He prevented a goal and then went on the other side and, you know, got that goal for the Blues. I mean, what what do you see from this group and those two players? Well, Brooke, I think that I said it last year. I, I talked about it all, all season last last year. I thought that uh, Justin Falk was the Blues' most consistent, best player all season long. Um, uh, you know, we all knew that he was a really good player when he was in Carolina. We didn't really see much of Carolina, though. But we knew, and, and you know, his reputation was there. And, and obviously, the first year was kind of adjustment for him. Uh, adjusting, you know, with Petrangelo gone, he kind of was the guy that come in to fill out, fill in for him. And uh, you know, since then, I think he's become really an integral part of the hockey club. I mean, he's uh, both sides of the ice, as you mentioned. I mean, defensively, he's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, he was always more involved in the offense in Carolina than here, and I think that now he's taken it upon himself, and I think the, the, the adjustments that he's made and the team, uh, really the coaching staff for him to get more involved in the offense has, has made it uh, you know much more uh, you know prominent now. But uh, I can't say enough about Justin. I think he's he, he still is. Uh, the best Blues player, uh, you know, defenseman that they have, uh, and he's been the most consistent. Uh, for for Mikola, yes, I mean, I think that he's got the opportunity. Nico is uh, is is young still; he's he's still learning his ways. But with the injuries the Blues have had, uh, Nico's been called on a, a little more. He's a big guy; he's aggressive, and he's really fit fit the role that they need. I mean, they need to have big defensemen on this team. They need to have guys that are more aggressive and and clear the front of the net. And Nico is has really got that opportunity and he's really rewarding himself with the, the, the extra ice time that the chief is giving him because he's, he's played better. So, I mean, these are the young kids that you look for to, to, to fill time. And, and, and Nico has certainly done that. And, and I think you talk about too, the defense for the blues are always going to count on now. Bernie Federico with us on 101 ESPN. And Bernie, I want to put your coach's hat on. Kerry Davis is a coach, and I know coaches are always looking for a coaching moment. But the Blues have won seven in a row, and they've been really successful and played a lot of good hockey. So if you're chief yesterday in practice, what are you telling your team they have to get better at? They have to be more consistent with for 60 minutes. I mean, there were parts of the game there, Randy, uh, the other night on Monday that, that uh, you know, it's the Ducks. It's not that you're not playing against the the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, you can't take uh, shifts off or time off. And, uh, and still, the Ducks still had way too many scoring chances in that game on Monday. And, and I think that's the whole thing. I mean, you've got to be uh, more consistent for, for 60 minutes. And I think that's the Chiefs will be preaching that is that even though they won the game, I mean, they barely won a game against the team they're supposed to beat. So uh, tonight will be the same thing. It's, it's the Buffalo Sabres. The Sabres had lost eight in a row until what last night they finally won a game in Montreal. So, they're going to be feeling a little more confident um, coming into tonight's game, and, and certainly they're going to want to do it in front of their their home crowd. So the Blues are going to have to be, you know, much more intense. But I, I would say that the preach preaching would be to make sure that they play a full sixty minute game. Uh, the the offense is coming and it's there right now, but they're going to be stronger defensively, and certainly they've got to help the goaltenders a lot more. Hey, Bernie, we were talking about Barubi yesterday and how coaches are never satisfied. So my question for you is, as a player, had you ever had a moment where your coaches, you thought you played a good game and you came into the film room and realized, oh, coach is steaming right now. He, he's not happy with what I did yesterday uh, and I got to do better. Because, And I asked that because when I, when I would watch 
uh, our coach Bruce Arians get mad at Hines Ward. He wouldn't yell at Hines. He would yell at Nate Washington, the, the third receiver on the team. <laughs> he would never yell at Hines, a future Hall of Famer. So you being the Hall of Famer, did the coach ever get on you or did he did he pass the message to someone else so that they can give it to you? <laughs> well, I think that happened probably both ways. I mean, certainly uh, the coaches, yes. I mean, they're always never satisfied. I mean, that's, that's the job of being a coach. You've got to be I think the only time you're satisfied as a coach is when you win the last game of the year, which is the, the whatever championship you're winning, yep. and then you're you're happy for a little bit, and then you, you got to start over because <laughs> you got a job to do. But no, uh, the coaches do it different ways. Yes, I've been for certainly have come into the room thinking that I played a good game and and got belittled by the coach. Yeah, I think that's happened to everybody. And and yes, the coach has done the you know when you're in a certain status position on a team uh, sometimes you're, you're going to get a, a, a free pass and somebody else is going to get yelled at instead of you but you know in, in hindsight it's really you not not the, the other guy that's getting yelled at so yeah that has happened and and certainly that will always continue to happen but uh, uh, that 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 is the job of, of, of a coach and and uh, I respect that very very much but uh, we didn't really have a lot of film rooms in our day. Uh, really, we didn't have a lot of videos, so it was good that we didn't have to watch a lot of stuff. If they were yelling, they were just yelling for a purpose. Bernie, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they put you in the press box one night to send a message to everybody else? Uh, yes, it did. It happened uh, against, uh, we were playing the Washington Capitals. I mean, it was back with Shock to Burr's days. Yes, uh, I, I don't know who I took the fall for, but I took the fall for something. But uh, <laughs> you, were, you, were play, you were fine. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was quite shocked, but uh, it was, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do it. We'll, we'll have to do it some segment. Hey, before we let you go, Bernie, and uh, you, you had a Hall of Fame career. You were great, and I, I'm sure that there are some things you watched today and you say, "Man, I wish I was playing." But you would not want to play against a guy like Tage Thompson, who's six six and two twenty, and playing great and using that size and strength right now. The former Blue, and heck, we benefited from the the Brett Hall trade, so we, we, we've got nothing to complain about here with, with trading away a good young player. But what a monster he's turning out to be. Yeah, and really, and I think we're all happy for that. I mean, I think that the, when you see trades being made, I mean, Tate Thompson, part of the, the Ryan O'Reilly deal, and, and Ryan was a big, big part of, of, of the Blues' success, obviously one of the main reasons that the Blues were able to win a cup. And I think when you make trades, I think both sides are supposed to benefit. And, and certainly the Blues got their benefit with Ryan. And, and now I think Tate is starting to pay some dividends. He's a big kid. And and uh, I think we all wish him the best because he's a real nice kid and, and he's got all the skills and, and right now he's showing that and yes when you got that kind of size and you use that size and and you use the the, the you know the uh, cerebral ability that he has too when he's thinking the game out there I think that's what it's all about and and let's hope uh, for I mean I, for Buffalo's sake let's hope that Tage continues to develop I mean uh, Tage has the size as, as a, of a Mario Lemieux did and we all know what Mario did you know one of the greatest players of all time so he's is Tage going to be able to do that? Who knows? But uh, I think that we're all pretty happy that that, that we can uh, see and watch him and develop into what he's done. And uh, let's just hope that he doesn't do that tonight, though, against the Blues. I think that's no, a little bit to look at. No doubt. Bernie Federico, we'll see you on Bally Sports. Have a great Thanksgiving to uh, your and your family. Thanks so much for the time, and have a great weekend. Thanks, Thanksgiving, and I will have the mashed potatoes, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the gravy's real good. Yeah. All right, you guys, take care. I, I get the Bernie Federko vote. Oh, man. I'm happy about that. <laughs> Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.